turn it off. All right. Cool. How are you guys? Good? Sorry for no uh, podcast last week. I had finals, and then I was also not home the days I was recording. I was in San Diego. Because, you know, why not be in San Diego? All right. Um, dude, yesterday, I went to the airport uh, to pick up some people. And then um, I had to go put the, from the elevator, I was in two. Level two. And I had to go to level six. But then I was like, okay, cool. Normal. That's just a normal thing. I was in elevator two. I had to bring up like four or five baggages, bags of luggage. I was being a gentleman. I was like, you know what? You guys stay here. I'll go put the luggage in my car. And it's half-heartedly because um, I don't trust other people putting luggage into my car. Because my car is kind of new. And I don't want them to ding it up. Because, you know. It, it happens. And, I, you know, I just don't trust people right now. So, I was in the elevator going up. And then suddenly, it wasn't like a loud bang. But it was more like the line just cut off, right? Elevator by myself stuck. Now, if I would explain to you I would explain to you that I have been in a situation in my dreams where I have been stuck in an elevator but it's always with people like in the office Pam gets stuck in the elevator with Dwight I was not expecting myself to ever get stuck in an elevator by myself and kudos to me I handled the situation to the best of my abilities I in public I would say I'm a very 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 patient individual. If I need to wait for like 20 minutes for something and I'm not in a rush, I will just I'll wait it out. Like genuinely, I'm not if there's not somewhere I have to be, I'll just I'll literally I will let people go. I will do all this good stuff and then um yeah, but I'll get to that in a second. So, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. You, you're just kind of hearing the... Whatever. I got to press the fire truck button, which was cool. You always want to press that as a kid. but So, I actually got to press it. And then, um... Called the number. was like, hey, man. You know this elevator? It's stuck. And they're like, yeah, we've been ha- pro- having problems with the elevators all day. And I was like, so you just let me get on one? If you've been having problems, you just let me get one on one. So I thought that was rude, uh, but it was all right. I thought that was kind of funny, and the operator on the other line was laughing too. Um, but it wasn't his life on the line; it was mine. Uh, so continuing, continuing, just standing there, I'm holding on to the bars with all my strength because I don't know if this thing's gonna tumble. You know, if it's gonna go 100% down. And I was like, all right. This is why you've been doing those dumb forearm exercises and these arm exercises and these tricep exercises. For this situation, you're grabbing onto the bars and if this thing's going down, you're not you're not going through the top. You're going to hold onto these bars with all the might. I wait, I wait, I wait. I kind of hear like a knock thing and then I guess someone was like, "Hey, we're fixing it." I'm like, "How do you even know what floor I'm on?" Boom, 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 goes, and then suddenly it goes up. 
like, and to say I've never been scared that badly in my life was an understatement. It was probably the scariest thing that's ever happened to me because I started to get comfortable in there, holding the bar still, but I was just listening to a podcast and suddenly it just goes up and it was loud. And then I think my heart was at probably like 357 beats per minute for about like the next 45 minutes. That's like, I might have bruised my heart. It was that scary. Because it was out of nowhere and it just went up. And I was like, you couldn't give me one warning. You couldn't give me one warning. So it goes up. I get to get off on the other, on the next uh, uh, exit, which was not even my um not even my floor i started at three ended up at five so i spent about 40 45 minutes getting from three to five and then i get out and they start fixing it and they fixing it and i'm waiting and i'm waiting and i don't trust anybody enough to uh you know leave my uh the people's luggage with them so i can go get my car and come down and pack the luggage there Because I'm two floors up and I have six bags of luggage. And yeah. So I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. And I have one of those carts with me, the luggage carts. And I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm waiting. And and the elevator starts going again. And I'm waiting. And these people are coming up. Only one, only the middle elevator works. Right? So they're coming up. But there's so many people I can't fit. And I don't even like try to fit. Like I'm not even going to bother those people. When I see there's not enough room. I'm not trying to fit in there. I'm like alright. No like you just go. Like there's no way. I'm not going to be that much of a bother to people. It's like okay. And then um, I just figured out at the end. Just go on the way back down. Like on the way down. Get in the elevator. So, because there's so many people coming from the terminals up, that's why. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so stupid. So after like four or five times I got rejected by it, like 20 minutes, I was like, okay, let's just go down and then not get off and then go up. Fucking genius move, huh? Only took me about like, so like 25 minutes. But I never lost my cool. And I usually don't lose my, there's some times where I'll lose my cool on the inside. But, uh. You know, it's just not worth it. I think airports are not the greatest place to, like, lose your shit. Yeah. So that was that. But um, it took me about an hour and 20 minutes to get from the beginning from level 3 to level 7. And I had a good conversation. I met a fireman. I met a tech. And it was great. An off-duty fireman. So, if anything happened, this guy was going to be on the news for saving me. And that would have been cool. Alright? Let's listen to some music, okay? And then we'll really get into the show. Going home 
if we make it or we don't, we won't be alone. When I see your light shine, I know I'm home. If you're waiting all your life, you won't ever go. When I see your light shine, I know I'm home. When I see your light shine, I know I'm home. When I see your light shine, I know I'm home. I'm home. When I see your light shine. Ooh. Okay. All right, now we're good. Dude, you know what's just one of the best things in society, just in general, is when somebody is just fantastic at their job. And I've talked about it before on this podcast, and I've hit on the subject, but there was this guy at the airport who worked at the information desk. Now... If somebody works on the information desk, there's a reason they work at the information desk. One, they either know everything at the airport, everything about the airport. What flights are coming in? Where's Malaysia coming in? What terminals are this, this, that, and the other? Or there's they're the guy that doesn't know anything, and then their boss is like, you know what, just go to the fucking information desk, and I never want to see you again. And people just come up, Tim, and he's like, you know what, I have to refer to you to somebody else. It's like, dude, you're the information desk. Now, uh, this guy, dude, to a T, told me where the wheelchair people were. I was just like, you know, I'm a little, I'm a tad bit late. This flight came in at this time. Do you know if they're still in customs? Or if, or do you guys hold people who are, um, cause I, when you're old, you can like re- request wheelchair, wheelchair service. So you don't have to walk the whole time. And the people are, uh, my grandparents were, uh, I was picking up, uh, they were being carted around and, um, and he just took me down to it. He's like, no, they're still going through customs at this time. They'll come out around like four seventeen, And I was like four seventeen. Oh my God. What? What? Hey, quick question. Those Air Force One, the snake one, they're white with the, the swoosh with the snake on it. Yeah. They're coming out tomorrow. Are those going to... This guy's an you? idiot. Who, me? Yeah. Why are you calling me an idiot? Because uh, you're, you're interrupting my podcast. And you're on my podcast. Because nobody likes to listen to you. All right, you have 20 more seconds. Now, are those going to be good? I don't know. Are you going to come to play 2K? Yes, I'm coming over to play 2K. What time? I'm going to go. I'll be there by 2. I'll okay. All right. All right. All right, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. What? Oh, God. What an interruption he is. Good guy, though. Um, You got to bust your cousin's balls. You know, not in that way, but, you know, talking shit. And the other way, if you want to do that, go ahead. But we here are not a, we don't do that. Uh, Going ahead. Um, What was I talking about? God, I don't remember. What was I talking about? Oh, yeah. 417. The person. So he told me exactly. And I was like, you know what? Thank you. So I gave him a couple dollars. And I was like, you're a good guy. 
And then I was coming home and I was feeling a little tired, had to do a final. And I was like, I'm going to go get coffee. And this barista at the Pete's Coffee. Oh, my God. He could have, I could have just taken him home. He was like, the, he was too nice. He was the best barista I've ever had in my life. He was just running a one-man shift, cashier, barista, just doing the damn thing. And I was like, God. Running the tightest Pete's Coffee shift I've ever, I've ever seen in my life. Just whipping out Frappuccinos and Cappuccinos and all those other sugary drinks that people eat. But me, I go for the hard black coffee. That tastes like garbage. I take it about like six or seven sips. Order a large. Take about six or seven sips. Let it sit for a good while. And then just throw it away later. But it's all placebo. And it's all good. So, going ahead. But yeah, people who are just great at the jobs. Like nothing's better than a good waiter. Nothing's better. Or you know what's worse? A bad waiter who gives you a look when you don't give him a good tip. Oh, yeah, bitch. You don't deserve it. These entitled folks. These entitled folks. Nothing's as is better than a good waiter. Nothing's worse than a bad waiter. I remember one time um, me and my family went to the Hard Rock Cafe. Hard Rock. What is it called? Hard Rock Cafe? Hard Rock Restaurant. In uh, San Diego. And we had this waiter. Who the last thing he wanted to do was wait people. And the last thing the kitchen wanted to do was make food that was edible. Or just make food in general. So I remember I was like seven. And I ordered chicken nuggets. Because that's what you do when you're seven. And they came raw. And it was the first thing they brought out after about an hour and 25 minutes. And my dad was like, you know what? Yeah, let's not do this. If they're not, if they're going to mess up chicken nuggets, then what else are they going to mess up? If you can't get chicken nuggets done, which are probably from some plant where they inhumanely raise chickens. Probably like 77 chickens stuffed into one chicken nugget. And you're telling me you can't cook that and you're telling me I have to eat like what is something old people eat risotto or some shit jambalaya and then we hopped on I think we ended up at like a I don't know whatever it an equivalent of like a Bubba Gump is or another like the family style non-mainstream version of a seafood place and let me tell you they knew how to cook they knew how to cook and why I'm telling you that I don't remember the meal, but I, sorry, my mic cut out. I was going to say, I don't remember the meal. That's what makes it, that, that's what made it probably good. That I don't remember it when I was seven, when I was seven. Dude, I saw, I saw a dad, just, you know, a dad, you know, just like 247 pounds, gut in a golf t-shirt and uh, cargo shorts, just a dad. Probably three kids. Hasn't missed a meal in a quick minute. But you know he's working. 
on one of those scooters. And in San downtown San Diego, there are those scooters everywhere. And when I'm talking about everywhere, I mean nobody walks anymore. Nobody walks anymore. Nobody talks to each other anymore. Nobody walks anymore. Hey, Dad, you're 247 pounds. Walk once. Walk once. Please, one time, walk. You could use it. But again, I don't know what's going on in your life. You seemed happy. But, Dad, there's a reason why when you went off the ledge, the Lime Scooter broke. Not made for you. This dad goes off a kind of one of those curb things, misinterprets how steep the curb is, thought it was going to go straight down like a walkway, goes over it, front handlebar of the front handle, like the stick part that goes straight up of the scooter, goes flat. It cracks and goes flat. He falls over and he just kind of eats it. And it had to be one of the like seven or eight greatest things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it was great. It was great. But moral of the story, walk. You know what? You know what didn't happen to me? I didn't fall down. I actually did fall down. Um, I was taking a tour of um, UC San Diego. Future Triton, dude. Crazy stuff. Uh, but I was wearing my Air Max 97s and it was raining pretty hard. And the Air Max 97s, the bottom sole is rubber, not made for walking in the rain and then walking on slippery concrete in, inside a building. Fell straight down on it, like when I was walking downstairs, but I like caught myself, but I landed on my hamstring on like a middle of like. A ledge of a stair. And you know it hurt. But it didn't hurt enough where it was like, all right, this this is an issue. But there was a second, you know when you get you know when you get hurt and uh you're just like, Yeah, I'm good. I can but in your mind you're like, Yeah, that hurt looks like, that hurts like a motherfucker and I can definitely cry or something. And but you're like, Alright, suck it up, bitch. You just fell. And it's your fault. You wore air maxes in the rain. You should have known better bitch I call myself bitch a lot I don't know why like if I'm not doing something and then I like all right we need to start getting the day going I say all right let's go bitch like I don't know why I do that but I do I do it genuinely every single time where I'm feeling lazy so I wanted to get into something I was thinking this while I was waiting at the airport because there was this lady to the left of me who continuously sneezed hey people at the airport put in your headphones Nobody wants to hear what you're watching. Nobody wants to hear what you are watching. Put your headphones in. You're on a you're on a FaceTime. You're watching YouTube. You're on a phone call. Take it off a speaker. You have an iPhone 10. Hey, you basically have surround sound. Everybody in the airport can hear it. Big hallways even louder. Everybody can hear it. If you're a kid, all right, I get it. But if you're 33, hey, come on. 
put your headphones in. All right. Uh, why do we sneeze? Uh, a function of sneezing is to ex. No, I don't want to know what is the what is a function of sneezing. I want to know why we sneeze. Oh yeah, Scientific American. All right, a sneeze to make a sudden. I know what a sneeze is. Oh, it's it's when your nose gets irritant, irritated. Ooh, a sneezing is a is a response to an irritation of the respiratory lining of the nose. I fucking knew that. All right, that's dumb as shit. Some things just have to be a little cooler, huh? Why can't it be like your brain's rattling and then you sneeze to put it back into place? That'd be quite odd, but it would be cooler than your nose getting irritated. Your nose. Crazy, huh? But I did go visit uh, UC San Diego. I am going there. And, you know, if you try, this is my motivational speak of the week. Speak of the year, actually. I don't talk motivationally, but this is my motivation. If you try at community college for about 14 to 16 months, you can get into a top 15 school. Fist pound. Let's go, son. Let's get this education. Crazy, huh? Dude. You know how I was talking the other week about texting? How just texting fucking is impossible the in impo- impossible these days? I texted this person something. I will um actually a listener of the podcast. I texted him something and this whole how you can't communicate you know when you talk even when you're listening to me you can tell what my tone is you can't tell tone in a text and i i told this person hey i was expecting to see you outside of class but i didn't get to see you i had to ask you a question and this person responded like I said, like, hey, why would you ever leave class without me? Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, how dare you leave without saying bye to me? When I was genuinely like, hey, I forgot. I didn't see you after cl- I didn't see you after class. I'd ask you a question. Can I ask you a question? Like, and then I asked the question. Like, that was it. That was literally it. And they got mad at me. And I was like, what the fuck? What is that? What? The tone with what they thought was like, "Hey, hey, you didn't wait for me after after class ended, and how dare you? I was gonna ask you a question. No, no, it's just the it's the worst. It's actually the worst thing ever. And going to things that are shitty. Let's get into the news. This week we've got Google News. Um, I think we did CNN, Fox. Where you know." Once every about week and a half, two weeks, we do the news, which I look at the news for the first time. I only look at the news with you guys. I never check the news, but today I'm checking it with you guys. So let's check what depressing shit is here today. All right, Google News. All right, first, baby cut from mom's womb opens. Oh, my God. Um. Husband of pregnant woman found dead gets emotion. 
Suspects distracted pregnant teen with a photo alum before they killed her and took her baby. The preg the pregnant woman who was brutally murdered. Oh Jesus Christ. Hey, what the fuck? Alright, that's an end for that segment. Sophie Turner's tattoo was a spoiler all along. Alright, let's look at this. Sophie Turner tattoo was a spoiler. Oh my god. Dude, can you believe that? Those four news stories to were the first four news stories I just read. All those were four different ones. God, that is... How do you even... Why do people, like, read the news? Like, I understand being informed, but why do you want to know that every single day? Jesus. I'm not saying it's, like, bad. I don't know. Actually, I'm not saying... It is bad. That is bad. That's some horrible shit right there. That's some horrible stuff. Wow, that just got me a little, um, depressed. Damn. Sophie Turner had a tattoo that says the pack survives. Wow. That's cool. She had it all along and posted about it. And that was a... Oh, cool. I like the ending of Game of Thrones. Actually, the ending of Game of Thrones. We'll talk about it. I did like it. I didn't love it, but I did, I did like it. There was obviously some things I would have, you know, maybe changed a little bit, but... um. I did really like the last season. And I thought the first 40 minutes of the f- finale were really, really good. The other, like, 45 minutes were not fantastic. They, But I thought they were pretty solid. And how about these douchebags? But the bad thing about Game of Thrones, and you can tell from it, from, tell, tell, the bad thing about television nowadays is I think, and because of Twitter, people don't watch to watch and to be entertained. People watch only to criticize. And I'm not talking about the major- um, the majority of people just watch, right? But I do think since there's a good amount of people and the most the loudest voices are negative, there's so many individuals who are in, who are beginning to voice their opinion 100% because they watch the show to criticize the show they don't watch it to be entertained they look for loopholes to the point that maybe loopholes is not that they just look for 100 there's flaws in every single form of art there is and they don't watch to for storylines they don't watch for anything they don't watch for anything like i looked at twitter the other week not this episode but last episode last week's episode where danny goes apeshit and, jeez, just the amount of hate it was getting. I was like, like, you don't, but that's what Twitter is. Twitter is just hate. People go there to hate, and that's it. But, again, there's about 200 million people watching the show from a weekly basis via all forms of illegal streaming and HBO and Amazon and all this crazy stuff. But the loudest voices are always negative, even if it's 1 million people saying it's, not even one million people, like five, 
like 50,000 people, but those 50,000 people are going to be heard the most because they go on Twitter and they retweet everything that's negative and it looks bigger than it actually is. But I don't know. All right. Now let's end today with my new favorite thing to do. The dumbest, the dumbest Instagram captions of the week. Things that don't make sense at all. Now, this image, when I say this person is wearing three of the smallest curtains man or woman has ever seen to not get her image flagged on Instagram, I'm I'm overstating that. Because those curtains... Are not, they're not close. She's not wearing clothes. And God bless your soul. But that's not what I have. What, what, what's, what I'm bothered with. Or what genuinely fascinates me about this Instagram post. In the corner of the thing. After like it's a word search. Alright let me read the caption. These vitamins have helped me out has these vitamins have really helped out my immune system the last couple of weeks. Use code Rebecca10 at the link on my in my bio at checkout. At the link at my bio at checkout. What I'm telling you you have to do it's like a word search to find the bottle of gummies. The vitamin gummies in this photo, it is genuinely, it's harder than any worst search you've ever seen. First off, because the, what I'm saying, it, it, the, the vitamin bottle has, takes up 2% of the, of the, um, entire post. I will say that, but to be like, Hey, I don't know if this is the best promotion. Maybe it is. Maybe scientists are like, Hey, do this. And then. Guys who are looking at you 24-7 who, and God bless this person. She has 643,000 followers and probably 642,992 of them don't know what she sounds like. But that's okay. That's okay. She's doing the damn thing. She's living her life. But again, use code Rebecca10 at checkout. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Next, in Instagram photo, this is this is in the same tone. Actually not really the same tone at all, but kind of. Um this is an Instagram story. And this girl pays for all of her followers. A girl I went to high school with. She pays for all all of her followers. She has about 7,000 and she gets nearly like 900 likes per Instagram post and they're all like these random accounts that, you know, that are just like, all right, we follow like seven people. No, we have like seven followers and follow like 17,000 each. You buy those accounts, right? Now, this is her Instagram story. For great skincare products, go to Fenty Beauty and use my code Nikki15 for 15% off. Thanks, Fenty. Hey. Fenty Beauty. I worked at Nordstrom for a little. That is Rihanna's brand. Rihanna doesn't 
know you. Thanks, Fenty. Like, hey, partnership. Thanks, guys. You're paying me to do this? No. Again, you went online and bought makeup and they sent you a stock account, a stock promo code. And again, one of the most fascinating things about Instagram is seeing how people are. They think that every everybody thinks they're a celebrity now. Genuinely, everybody. When I'm talking about everybody, like 95% of these people on Instagram. And it's kind of crazy to say thanks. Now, I understand if you're like, all right, use my code. This is cool. But to say thanks, Fendi, at the end, to be like, hey, me and Rihanna, we're fucking boys. That's crazy. And the last one was a, a throwback Coachella photo from this one girl. And it, all the caption says, is, I prefer me. Hey, nobody knows who you are because you're turning your head away from the photo because that's not what's important anymore on Instagram to get followers. Correct? Am I wrong? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, I'm not wrong. I prefer me. You know who does not prefer this photo? Probably your father, your 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 good old father. Literally, no. This person's Instagram. You you can't. You have to. You can't see their face. Every photo is turning away. Every photo is turn turning away. It's crazy. I prefer me. I prefer me. And when I'm critique, Now, I don't care. Like I said the last couple of weeks. And this is the last thing I'll say. Last time I'll say it. I don't care if you post this stuff. It's, it's basically... You've seen these articles by these journalists and researchers, I guess, that show Instagram is basically like an offset porn app now. The amount of people who just go on there and just yeah but if you want to do that and that's the way you get followers that's the way you get followers I'm not I don't care about that stuff I don't care about the research I just care about I find these Instagram captions and these way these people use Instagram beyond fascinating Instagram for me I follow some friends have a lot of people's stuff you know hidden because I don't I don't really want to see your post and then I just follow a shit ton of celebrities I find some of that stuff a little off-putting but um, you got to do you nowadays if that's the way you're going to promote yourself promote yourself thanks Rihanna I probably have 47 real followers but thanks Rihanna my fake ones are going to believe that me and Rihanna were boys. I prefer. <laughs> it's genuinely crazy stuff. And uh, hey, stop saying genuinely me. All right. So that's a podcast. Thanks for listening. You know, thank you. Not don't don't eat. Just thank you. Thank you. You're listening to this now. Thank you. Um. I'll probably have another podcast out this week. All right, cool. I'll talk to you. Later. Bye. Mm-hmm. The truth is like that.
When I see a light shine 